0: Farley, do you still throw up before every episode? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A. Back here. In the year of 2020, for your latest edition of Pace the Nation, episode 217, I'm your host Chris Farley, and we are back in the new year with a full crew intact across from me. Of course, it's Julie E. Cully. Julie, what's up?
2: Hey, we're here. 2020. Let's do it. New decade.
1: Yes, very excited.
2: PTN now straddles two decades.
1: It does. I didn't think about that. That's true. Let's bring in our other co-host to my left. Of course, it's Dox. E. Docs, what's up?
0: I, I can't believe Julie just stole my thunder. That was actually what I thought of yesterday before really? we recorded. Yeah. Wow. Two decades now of content. Now good about yeah. myself. Yeah. So I got nothing. I'm That's out.
1: It? I quit. Well, we are we are back and we are still here. I know people have been wondering, asking: Is PTN dead? Was it just a of a, a few years stretch? Was no, it no, just no, a no, 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 thing, no, no, a no, thing no, that no. we did back no, in the teens. No, 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 no. We are here. We are back, better than ever. Uh, so, anybody who thought that we were going to be gone and wouldn't be able to make it into the new year and all that stuff. and We have one more year left. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was just a month-long hiatus, and we'll talk about uh-huh. what we've been up to. Uh, we'll get into that.
2: Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. How are we supposed to reference the last decade and the decade before it? Is it the teens and the O's? No, like, the I oughts. never know. <laughs> I never it's the Ots. Why would it be the Ots?
0: O's. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, uh, it was 20 it uh, 8
1: when uh, <laughs> yeah, because like <laughs> the Olympics were in Greece, everybody loves the music from the eighties. Yeah. Right. It's like, do you love the music from the, the, teens. the teens? I love
2: the O's. The Ots.
0: O's <laughs> it's Ots. Awesome. Let's get Ots going. Right, Come on, guys. That's what they that's what they used to say about the nineteen hundreds. Was they called it the Ots?
1: That is a really good question, Julie. I I wonder, like you know. I wonder what though. All right, we'll go with odds. Odds mm-hmm. it is.
2: At least now we're moving into the twenties. Like I feel comfortable yeah. saying the twenties. The roaring
0: twenties. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that a thing? Let's make them roar. Well, more. the
1: roaring twenties
0: was the nineteen twenties. <laughs> okay. Well, right. we're let's, we're bringing it back. Up. Well, let's do let's like do our own thing. Let's
2: do the re roar. Let's right. do like
0: <laughs> well the re roar is good. I like that. <laughs> all right. Uh, I would rather do kind of like the let's let's have like the contemplative thoughtful
1: twenties. Okay. All right.
0: That's
2: so. Boring.
1: <laughs> well, right. welcome to my life. Well, let's uh, let's have our audience vote. Is it re-roar or contemplative, thoughtful? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be our two options for the 20s. We'll bring
2: back yeah. the social media and we'll ask a question on Twitter. Yeah, we will
1: get social media. Be- we got big plans for for Pace the Nation in 2020, oh, okay? Oh, my
2: gosh. Um, Forget those plans we had for
1: 2019. <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little defensive. <laughs> I'm a
2: little. <laughs> we haven't tweeted a podcast in like 10 podcasts. We will. Yeah. We
1: will. I'm a little defensive, and now you guys are getting on me too. <laughs> It's not just the the, the Pace the Nation nation Uh who is giving me a hard time. Twenty
2: twenty is the year of Dox and Julie. I don't need no I
0: don't
1: want that either. But I don't need you two. contemplative, thoughtful (laughs) Dox and Julie. I don't I don't need my co hosts getting on Uh me either. Uh, oh. All right, so we are here. The point is, we are here. We're back. We well, haven't gone anywhere. We just had a month off. We'll talk mm-hmm. about where we were. Mm-hmm. I would like to know where in the heck you've been, too. All right, we will. We will. We will discuss that later on the program. But we got a big show, mm-hmm. and we're excited to have a guest in studio. Uh, excited to have uh, Arlingtonian runner uh, Liz. Brionis, she's going to join us in studio. Uh, you know, it's time of year where you have resolutions uh-huh. for New Year and all that stuff. Well, I don't think anybody's going to beat her New Year's resolution of 2019. Right. I don't even know if it was a re- resolution, but what well, she they, did in if all of 2019 was pretty incredible, and we'll talk yeah. about it. Well, they can't
0: beat her 2019 resolution because 2019's <laughs> over. <laughs> that's true. That's so true, too. That, that's one thing. And, and and the other thing, let's pull back the curtain we already interviewed her. So yeah. anybody who listens to Farley pronounce her name now and then not be <laughs> able to pronounce it later, it's yeah. because he's already met her and That's talked true. to her. That's okay? True. Yep. All right. Well, I just don't want people to be confused. Start the year
1: confused, you know? That, that I can nail her pronunciation mm-hmm. and then not nail it. Yes. Yep. All right. All right. Also on today's program, um, speaking of what we've been up to, sickness has ravaged the Farley household. Oh, we're going to talk great. about that. You know, that's got to be first on the agenda. What I hope that I hope health. this is long gone because I don't want to
0: It wanna really get hasn't.
2: It's just the first time that Chris got as sick as he did. Yes. So Chris, um, again, it's going to be about Chris. Yeah,
1: uh. Uh, mostly. Uh, also, we're getting ready for the Olympic trials. It's an Olympic year 2020. Uh, the Olympic trials are coming. And 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 we are finalizing our trip to Atlanta, and and you know who you are who's listening out there. Uh-huh. Let's finish that finalization. Let's get those. Uh, let's dot those eyes yeah, and cross those let's, t's. Let's get us there. Uh, Pace the nation hopes to be there, and and let's also
0: dial up the pressure on our uh, Atlanta contingent. Yes, uh, on on scheduling that happy hour. Yes, this is really
1: happening. So I hope that you're you're doing your part. I think Atlanta is our strongest contingent, other than DC, maybe even stronger than DC. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, want to talk about your 2020 goals. Uh, we want to get into um, uh, something that Docs has a, uh, a position on. We'll just leave it there. He has a, has a he has a, a, a hot, maybe a hot take. I don't know.
0: Well, listen, it, I, I do have a hot take, but also 2020 is an election year, and uh, we're gearing up towards my my presidential run. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be taking more takes. Yeah. So that <laughs> so that people know. Uh, who's gonna be representing them come November?
1: And and finally, Julie was uh, in the city paper, and we'll talk about that article quickly as well. Uh, Real quick, if quickly, we have time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. really quick. Yeah, well, I'm not sure I that we'll have time that to get it at the this. end. <laughs> uh, I, I do have we a hot take on off.
0: on uh, a lot of things. We might not have time for Julie's <laughs> accolades. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Well, before we get into all this exciting show, um, where have we been? Uh, the Farley household has been sick. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were gonna do a For show. A month? I'm well, really.
2: You're making me feel bad.
1: Well, I've been sick. We were gonna do a show. Uh, we couldn't get it in because literally I had no voice, mm-hmm. and I think Docs was out of town. No, I was. Uh, yeah, back. and
2: you had a great guest. We too. had a great
1: guest lined up, and we we'll we'll, we'll bring that guest on um, again later on. Uh, so that was part of the reason why. Well, that was
0: why we missed one week.
1: We, we we haven't been.
0: And we made plans, and I was around all week, and Julie and I could have done an episode, yep. and you were gone, and then you came back just for one day, and and then you texted uh, after I had canceled. I had so many plans that day. <laughs> then you canceled. And, and then and then uh, you texted and said, oh, yeah, we're not doing a show today because I can't talk. Yeah,
1: so... I being you. We, we, uh, so we did have a plan for a show or two, but mm-hmm. I literally lost my voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... I Julia, that must have been wonderful.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And And I'm still not sure why you and I couldn't have. I know. I know. Well, I kind of had I mean, I think he's keeping us as co-hosts. I know. I had the flu
1: a little bit, too, or some Uh semblance of the flu. Couldn't keep anything down. And then I lost my voice. I couldn't talk. Uh, Traveled. Holidays. Uh, We went to Hawaii. I was sick most of the trip to Hawaii. Uh Our kids got sick. In uh, Hawaii? Yeah. I want to make that's, you feel bad for us because just, we went to Hawaii. No, but I think
0: I was that sick. you guys, I've told you this last year. Wh- why are you bringing kids that have no cognitive memory to Hawaii?
2: Because it's not about them take, right now. Take yeah, them. About to Senno, <laughs> just about
0: us. Just leave them here.
2: No. Because we'll it's about us because we'd feel guilty. James if will remember him. Hawaii. Yeah. He's old enough. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, he's not going to remember yes, Hawaii. he will. Um, but we've had a we've
1: had a great holiday, and, and he
0: can't differentiate Hawaii from a puddle in the backyard. We
1: had a great holiday, <laughs> uh, saw family, all that stuff. But sickness was unfortunately that was part the, theme of the theme for December. I get yes. it. I, I get it. I um and I I never you're the went... first
0: person to ever have kids in this world, and you're also the
1: first person to ever get <laughs> I, sick. I in never this world. went to the um I never went to the minute clinic, or never went to the doctor. I, I just don't know if I believe. That would help me at all? You no, know? You, know, and, you know the best part about the month behind the, that. Still, after getting through the sickness,
2: mm-hmm. the best part about the month of sickness is that it it started with Chris, mm-hmm. and we begged him to go to the doctor, mm-hmm. and then he allowed it to go all the way through the whole family. Well, I just don't know if that would help. And, it then, wouldn't he, have and helped. then he says yes, things thank you. like, it wouldn't have "I'm uh, not going to go to the doctor because it's not going to make a difference." But he's then, right. But then next thing I know, my kids are on antibiotics. They, yeah.
0: they, your kids were already exposed to it. Once he's sick, uh, your your kids are exposed to it. So going to the doctor no, is not going to stop anything. No, he was away
2: think, when he got really sick.
0: Listen, he, but it doesn't matter. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna defend Farley here because yeah. I, I I was sick for I, I don't know how long ago this was. It's this was probably like a previous year, the the uh, 2018, mm-hmm. and I was sick and it, it wouldn't go away. And everybody was telling me, you, you need to go to the doctor. You need to go to the doctor. So I go to the doctor. And because health insurance is such a scam now. It is. And you have to pay for the entire visit out of pocket because you haven't met your deductible yet. So I go to the doctor. I pay uh, a, a lot of money right. out of pocket to the doctor for the doctor to look at me and say, well, if it's still bad in three weeks, come back. Exactly. That's exactly well, what did what I
1: just pay for? I know. I, I know. got
0: zero medicine. Metaf- you know what she said? She's like, she's like, uh, well, I can give you a prescription for an over-the-counter cough syrup. I'm like, what? Like, I don't need a prescription for that. <laughs> I just go to my CVS and yeah. buy it. Yeah. Like, like basically, she was just trying to to to. I, I it was pointless for me to go. And and at that point, you're already giving people other people germs. So I, I, I'm with Farley on this. 2020,
1: the year docs and
2: I mm-hmm. are aligned. Finally. Just for the record, mm-hmm. you were in Austin for five days when you got when it was bad, and no one in the house was sick. Mm-hmm. And I begged you to go to the doctor then, so that I, you wouldn't bring it home with you. It wouldn't. And then wouldn't you have made brought it home, and then within several days, the boys were sick.
0: Yeah, but that wouldn't have made a difference. What you should have said was you should. It would spreading said, it. You should no. I let me finish. Let me finish. Can I finish? Thank you. Let me finish. That's a <laughs> that's my Ross Pro. If you had directed him to not come home, that would help the situation. Right. Tell him, stay in Austin until you're not sick well, anymore. Well, she was
1: pretty close to doing that as
0: well. <laughs> well, you guys but, are yeah. going
2: back there in like <laughs> two weeks anyway, aren't you? <laughs> you just stay there for the whole month. That's what I'm
0: saying. That's That would have kept the whole house healthy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, 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 right, I I'm I glad agree. we got to the bottom of this. Based okay. on time, we don't have
1: time for a Julie rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
2: move on. Well, I, didn't I just, <laughs> for the record, I did not get sick.
1: Okay, so, uh, Julie, I'm sorry. Julie's setting now a lot of records today. <laughs> I, I, I spoke for you about what we did over the uh, the break. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Yeah,
2: you are, it sounds like we had the worst <laughs> month <laughs> of our lives. Mm-hmm. You are so no, no, negative. No,
1: it was it was great. Um, So we that's a lot Christmas, of what we did. We yeah. had a you wonderful did, time in Hawaii. You guys are the only ones who had Christmas. Yeah, we did. Uh, So yeah, that was our holiday. Uh, Docs, um, where have you been this last month? (laughs) Where (laughs) have you been this last month? Oh my gosh. Uh,
0: You you can tell that we've been not recording for a long time and and we're a bit rusty because Julie just said, tell us something positive, Docs. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That
0: that shows how absent we are.
2: That I can't remember that that's not possible. (laughs) Correct.
0: It's not in my wheelhouse. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So what have you been doing negatively then? (laughs) (laughs)
2: or not positively no
0: i i mean i've I've been uh in and out of town a little bit too and and our paths haven't crossed i i was fortunate enough that that i did get home for a couple days for uh the christmas and i went to my sister's house and and uh that was fun and i saw i saw my my nieces of PTN fame
1: did your niece like the gift you got them
0: you know, uh, they both picked out their gifts. They, I just said, what do you guys want? And mm-hmm. then they, they just gave me one thing and then, and that's what they got. So they were not surprised at all. Uh, it was better when I used to buy them gifts that, that they wanted. They didn't know what it was when they were opening it up, you know, but th- like this year I, I was just like, I'm just going to get people what they asked for. And and there was no surprise. I think people did a, I think my family did a better job giving me gifts than I did giving them gifts this year as far as that goes. Um, and I was thinking about that this morning, and uh, I, I I prefer to uh, I, I prefer for me to be the best gift, gi- gift giver in in that exchange.
1: Well, I wanted to hone in on one particular gift. Uh, uh-huh. y- your niece oh. wanted a pair of shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Docs has been spoiled like the rest of us here at PTN. Um, I think he had to pay retail for these shoes. Yeah, that, that's tough, man. Yeah, that was really shocking when you had to go to the store. And, uh, I know. Fork over. Uh,
0: well, I, I asked you first. I said, I said, hey, I'm just checking with do you. Do you have access? Do to you these? have access to these shoes? Even I would have paid full retail price at Pacers, but, right? But you guys just don't carry the shoe, uh, and and our vendor didn't give us and, access, right? So I did. Um, yeah, I got I got one of them, a pair of shoes. That's what she wanted, uh, and that was a pain to find in the right size. In uh, um, so, and I know I, I hope she. She doesn't realize how much effort that went into right, uh, right. tracking those down. but uh, And then when she got them, she told me the shoe size. And then when she got them, my sister was like, hey, the other receipt, they're too big. <laughs> but <of course. laughs> oh but I think they, they sorted it out. And actually, they didn't have to exchange them. But uh, That's good.
1: Yeah. All right, well done, Uncle Docs. Um, solid work for Christmas. Uh, you know, we, uh, we can get into... Uh, the, the best gift you received or what you got.
0: Yeah, I got a, a Pearl Jam Unplugged Vinyl. That's right. awesome. There you go. Wow, that's amazing. All right, amazing. All right. Mm-hmm. we
1: can, uh, I was going to say we can get into it uh, today or other episodes, but uh, we want to get into our uh, guest next, excited to be joined in studio. Uh, her, There was an article about her. Her name is Liz Brionis. Uh, the article is by Andrew Gates on Run Washington, Return to Running Means Return to Identity for Arlington Woman. It's about Liz Brionis who uh, weighed up to 400 pounds, lost over 200 pounds last year, runs a lot of the Pacers running races, is is a runner, has been a runner almost all her life, and has fought back from a really unfortunate situation to really turn her life around. She's going to tell us all about it next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Docs and Julie, we are excited to be joined in studio by, you know, th- these are my favorite in-studio guests, Arlingtonians. It's Arlingtonian oh. uh, Liz Breon.
3: Briones Briones Liz, how are you? <laughs> was, Good, how are you? Was Good. that
0: was that when he held out the, uh, is that how you guys pronounce it? The Briones <laughs> <laughs> Like singing it <laughs> Yeah,
1: Liz Briones It's uh, a long E, Farley Yeah, I know I, I You know what, she told me it like a minute ago in our pre-show meeting here But of course I couldn't remember You know, Julie said I was going to botch it, so it was mm-hmm. kind of in my head right. Yeah, so I just <laughs> you needed to inception. follow through I know uh, so Liz, thank you so much for joining us. You can check out an article on Liz at on Run Washington. Uh, the article is entitled "Return to Running Means Return to Identity for Arlington Woman." And your story is awesome. Is really relevant right now as we are just turned uh, the the new year. To turn the new year. Which to year, 2020? Farley? Twenty twenty. Um, you know, I'm not a big New Year's resolutions guy. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, you right are. Now, every
0: year you, you vow to read 10 or 12 books, one right. book a month. How did you do it last movies year? Too?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. All right. All well, right. last year <laughs> yeah. he
0: watched Casablanca. No, I didn't watch it. Oh. No, he, didn't he never get finished it.
2: it. Yeah. 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 yeah, I handed it to him. It's still on the floor but of our bedroom. Can oh. we
1: get to Liz? I mean, the, the, <laughs> the, the point is is that... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you guys in a month. I'm sorry. <laughs> <know>. Sorry, Liz. <laughs> the point is is that Liz accomplished something great in 2019, losing a lot of weight. You continue to run, and that's a big part. Part of, of of what you do your exercise regimen is running so a lot of pacers running races uh so we're gonna get into all that but before we do I, like i mentioned you're an arlingtonian how long have you lived in
3: arlington Fourteen years.
1: Fourteen years. Then you also teach at Williamsburg Middle School, where I went to Williamsburg. Again, making it about me. When oh, I went no. to Williamsburg <laughs> Middle School. I think um, I
0: questioned her credentials so, then. So how, <laughs>
1: how, how long how long have you taught at Williamsburg Middle School?
3: Fourteen years. Fourteen so years I, as well. Okay. I got hired straight out of college when I was 20 years old. Wow, that's
1: awesome. And uh, you teach what at Williamsburg?
3: business education so that's pretty much for middle school computers and photography wow i don't know if they had
1: that class when i was in middle school
0: you would have that would have been your best class probably (laughs) what photography and business business
1: education and stuff that's that's, that is probably true so has that always that's always been what you've taught it's always been there at williamsburg yes okay cool very very cool um Well, we've got you on uh, to talk about running obviously, and you've uh, been a runner for a long time. You grew up as a runner. Your sister was uh, a a star runner and Mm -hmm. a professional runner uh, eventually. And there's also another mutual connection, uh, your sister Victoria, right? Yes. Um, Ran uh, for UNC and then ran for Arizona State and then ran some with Julie. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: A little is, bit, a little bit of training. Yeah. Shout out to Victoria. Yeah. Hi. Hopefully you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. So
0: um, <laughs> say so something just to make sure that she listens. Like just say so, say something to her to make her respond to you.
2: Hey, Vic.
3: Love you. All right. All right. So but how's she
0: going to respond to that? Like yeah. ask her a question and then she has to text you the answer.
1: Yeah, ask her, like, how old your kid is, and yeah. hopefully she can... Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: What is my son's middle name? There you go. What's your yeah. son? All right, so <laughs> there we she, go. If, that, if, she,
0: if she,
1: she texts back, then you know that you know you know listen. she listens. <laughs> so, so, you, uh, so, Julie, you ran <laughs> with Victoria at in, in Arizona?
2: Yeah, Victoria was part of the heyday at um, Arizona State. Okay. So that was when Desi Davila and Amy um, Hastings, now Amy Craig, were on the team. So they had a pretty star-studded group down there but uh, I think Vic's been in the Arizona area since then she went on to get her PhD right yeah in history and um she's uh she's very smart she's very bright Mm -hmm. I ended up spending uh, a good amount of time with her just you know mostly for easy runs and stuff but she's a great athlete so whenever i was in the area training there'd be a big group of us that would connect so um she was one of them it so great
1: so growing up uh, as Victoria's your older sister a star runner I, did you feel pressure to run
3: um not really i started running initially i didn't have that much interest in okay. running but my sister had a coach and um our family would go like three days a week to run with this coach. And since my sister was going, I got to go. Okay. And so I started running. And from that, I started getting faster. It started becoming a little bit easier um, because I became more in shape. And then when I was 12, I ran a 515 mile wow. um, in Indiana. That's so amazing. I would travel a lot. We had races in Hawaii. We went all over the place. Um, and so then I fell in love with it.
1: So where did you grow up?
3: Outside Chicago.
1: Outside Chicago. Lake, and so for. Lake Bluff. Okay, so for context, your 515 mile at 12, I mean, mm-hmm. that's got to be the best in the area and, the, you know, ranking and the best in the country.
3: It. Um, I was actually second in that race. Wow. And, <laughs> um, and it was like a national race? Yes, it was wow. Junior Olympics.
1: Wow. Wow. That's that's incredible. So um, you're obviously a, a star runner. Uh, you said you weren't really into it, but did you start to enjoy it then after you ran so fast?
3: Oh, yes. I fell in love with it. Even before I became quicker, just, yeah, you know, when you first start out, it's not the easiest and it's not, it doesn't feel the best Right, right. <laughs> when you're not in shape yet. But then once you start getting in shape, it just becomes a habit and you just fall in love with it and
1: it's fun to be second in the country that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah so you uh you progress and then you go to uh, nc state and and run for nc state um, why did you go to school at 16 uh, why'd you go to college at 16
3: i was ready to to start academics i was okay. ready to go to college my mom actually uh, went to college early as well mm-hmm. and i whenever I set a goal I, I get something in my head and I'm like I'm gonna do it yep and my junior year I'm like I'm gonna graduate as a junior and my parents were very supportive um said if if you can do it and you can set it up you got it and that's what I did
1: how was your experience at NC State as a, as a runner as a student everything
3: I absolutely loved you it did. it's a it's a very fun school it's academically challenging it um it has excellent sports so it's a lot of fun going to football games and basketball games and i was there when philip rivers was there so we had a really stellar football team so that was a blast
0: how many kids did he have uh (laughs) as when he was in school already good
3: he had kids
1: (laughs) good boy he probably i mean he's got what
0: he's got about 17 kids 17 i think it's seven but
1: uh Uh, (laughs) did you see i mean both being athletes did you see philip rivers there
3: um. Not really. So cause not he was a family buddies. guy. Yeah. No. No. I don't know. Him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. He was. He was. He was. Probably. I think you were kind of joking, Docs. But no. Yeah, no, he, no. I know he had he, kids. He, in he his was college probably already. already doing the family thing in college. Um. And Philip Rivers is the quarterback of the. I Los Angeles. Say, Chargers. I want to say San Diego Chargers, but mm-hmm. yeah, the San Diego Superchargers. Yeah, for the for the <laughs> listeners out there, he's the mm-hmm. star quarterback for uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. So uh, you enjoyed your experience. You ran pretty well at NC State. You know, your mid sixteens in the five k or so. Is that
3: is that? Yeah, and right? um, in a cross country race or in cross country races, I never wow. ended up. I I got injured a lot, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But um, I so track. I didn't get to do as much track because I would end up typically mm-hmm. getting injured by then but cross-country um, we had a race a couple of different races that were close by ECU and uh, places like that where uh, fast courses
1: yep and so you ran I uh, so you're a competitive you weren't necessarily your sister but you're a competitive mm-hmm. competitive runner yes.
0: but but so you you went to go run in college but you also went at 16 yes mm-hmm. Did did that experience? Uh, did you did you ever question that experience, or feel like maybe it would have been an advantage to to have maybe gone uh, another year of high school? As far as you're talking about injuries and stuff,
3: um, I honestly never really thought about it. I don't yeah. think it would. I don't feel that it would make a big difference. Okay, um, maybe maturity wise. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and um, I always kind of the only. I I would don't regret it at all. But the only mm-hmm. thing I think about is that's one more year I could have lived at home with my parents and spent time with them. Yeah. As strange as that sounds, but um, going to NC State and my sister being at Chapel Hill, I was only about 15 minutes apart from her, and right. we're super close. And so I was excited to be down with my sister.
1: Cool. So uh, you you graduate from NC State, and you know you were a runner there. You had some injuries, but life changed significantly for you physically with with some uh, an illness or, or or something and you know tell us about that 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 transformation that unfortunate transform- transformation
3: um i've had several unfortunately several different medical uh issues that um caused problems with mental health mm-hmm. with my body changing, uh, polycystic ovary syndrome, PCOS, mm-hmm. which makes you gain a lot of weight. And it happened towards the end of college. Okay. And it, I was running and I was eating healthy and I still was gaining weight. Mm. Um, so there's many different factors that, that unfortunately made me gain so much weight that last year I was over 400 pounds. Wow. My scale actually maxed at 400. So I don't even know how much I over. ended up weighing because the scale stopped working.
1: Wow. Now how was that? You said mentally, that was obviously a huge challenge. Um, you know, kind of take us through that. Like, how did you're you're in your your early 20s, and you know, you, you should be at your physical peak, but something out of your control changes that, and how does that affect you mentally?
3: Oh, it's extremely difficult. Um, it's hard for confidence. It's hard for I mean, I had a stairs. I couldn't walk stairs. I mm. couldn't. Um, one of the things that – it sounds, again, kind of strange, but going to a restaurant, I couldn't fit in booths. And so – or if tables were close together, I couldn't get through tables to get to my table because of the chairs. Um, I've sat on chairs and they broke. Like, wow. it's things that just mentally are crushing. and um Being able to go to a restaurant and sit wherever I want, and (laughs) like I even think about it now when I go to sit, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have all this room between me and the table. Like (laughs) it sounds so little, but it's little. It's things like that that make all the difference in the world.
1: Was there a low point that you can define and say that was the point where I was like, wow, I can't believe that's where I was?
3: Um, couple, couple of different times. There's nothing really that i was like all right i have to make right. a difference right now but playing with my son i'd go and sit on the floor and my legs would fall asleep because i couldn't sit on the floor and then mm-hmm. i couldn't get back up um and being able to be there for my son and uh, one problem that i had was actually i was scared that i was going to die because mm-hmm. my heart would start hurting and i never had i mean I had weight loss surgery in January last year, and so I had to have some heart tests and stuff like that to make sure that I was healthy enough to have surgery. So everything was fine, but it got to the point where I was thought I was going to die, like I was going to have a heart attack. Um, and that just was so scary. And all I could think about was my son and that I had to be here for my son.
1: Wow. So obviously, when you're gaining all this weight, uh, your relationship with running changes significantly. I mean, it has to, right? Yes. Um, so tell us about, you know, that transformation from being a star runner, a college solid runner to not being able to run at all.
3: Uh, it was very difficult. It's something that is very important to me and almost, I mean, that's what I was known as. I was, runner and um, not having that anymore and having that release for uh, anxiety and for, you know.
1: Mentally, it's got to be just, I I mean, I know for me, I'm trying to relate. I I can relate. I -hmm. I would be a mess and I just feel so much for you um, mentally as much as physically, maybe even more mentally.
3: I think more mentally than physically. um, I, I... Physically, I would get injured a lot because I was trying to run with so much weight, and I would run maybe 30 seconds, walk five minutes, run 30 seconds, walk five minutes, and still get injured because I was putting so much impact with all that weight. But mentally, it was very difficult. Um, It's a release, and it's something that I've always done, and to not be able to do it anymore was very challenging.
2: Let me ask a question about... um as far as the condition that you talked about um, earlier, that you guys discovered towards the end of college, did you know about that in college? And then has are, is that condition still a part of you now? Like how do how does how does how has everything kind of shifted for you as far as your overall health? Oh, so
3: much has changed since losing weight. Um, uh, mentally, I'm I'm very on point <laughs> I, I feel really good about myself I feel confident I, I have less anxiety but then in the sense of my body I had fatty liver that's gone um, I was uh, on the border of being pre-diabetic that's gone um, wow. I have no sign of polycystic ovary syndrome I have no cyst um, there's so I mean my body fat percentage has dropped 20% wow and my BMI has dropped a ridiculous amount, so it's been wonderful.
0: So h- how long have you been living with these health issues, and, and, and when did things start to turn?
3: Uh, Most of the diagnoses were at the end of college. Right. Um, so uh, some of it could have been my whole life, and we just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, PCOS, there wasn't any sign of PCOS until I was older. Um, so it it's crazy that it might be gone because, uh, typically it doesn't, I believe it doesn't go away until you're significantly older, like post menopause.
2: Um, but it's something that I've had since I was younger. Yeah. Wow. And then in terms of, you said you got the surgery in January of last year. And then when did you start running? Did you start running after the surgery? Was it prior to that? And then how has your nutrition changed?
3: A lot has changed since having surgery. Uh, you can't exercise for the first six weeks post-surgery, but what's, you're what's to What's the surgery? Oh, uh, the mm. gastric sleeve surgery okay. is what I had on January 9th. So I'm wow. almost on my one year. year. Wow. One year. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I never imagined my – I didn't really have a goal because I didn't want to set myself up. But I was hoping I'd lose 100 by my one year, and I've lost over 200. Mm. So it's pretty pretty life-changing. yeah. But um, my portions are much smaller. Uh, they With a gastric sleeve surgery, they actually remove 85% of your stomach. So my portions are much smaller, but I eat higher protein um, since I need to get that protein in for running and just for overall health. And since I'm not having as much food, I need to really focus on the protein aspect and then low sugar. Um, and uh, just pretty balanced. What's neat about it and what's great about my, my surgeon was Dr. Salome and uh, their whole office and our dietitian they're really big on not limiting. Like they don't say things like no carbs, no this, no that. It's everything in moderation. And so I, I can have what I want.
2: I mean, I make good choices, but I like that I don't feel restricted. Yeah. That makes such a big difference because you can't ever go cold turkey on something, right? And, I agree. And in life, I mean, food is a wonderful thing and being able to enjoy it and experience it, but knowing what's best for you and your body is something that you had to recondition yourself to. And then how long after, you know, this transformation, this uh, surgery, did you start running again? Um, a couple months after I started
3: walking a significant amount, I right after surgery, I would go to the mall and walk two miles with my mom. She was in town to help with our toddler. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we would walk a lot. And then over the summer, I'd start walking 40 miles a week, uh, 50 miles a week. And That's then I, a lot of
2: walking. <laughs> but well, I guess you're off in the summers, yes. right? <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> I had several hours to uh, be able to walk because my son was still in school. So I could go for these long walks. Um, but then I started transitioning to running 30 seconds which was about the same pace as my walk but it was a run for me uh and then walking five minutes running 30 seconds walk five minutes and then just built up from there now i've gone the longest i've gone is seven miles con continuous running uh wow that is incredible
0: yeah it's it's awesome that like i mean people need to appreciate like what you're saying is is that when you started this, you could run for 30 seconds, and and you just stuck with it. You just keep doing it, and now you can do a seven mile run. I mean that's
1: it's it's that's awesome, you know. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very cool. And I look at your results. I love the stats, and um, stats go. you you <laughs> you run a lot of our races, so I really yes. appreciate that. I you love it. ran. You ran the St. Patrick's Day 5K. Um, on the 17th of March. Yes. So your surgery was January 9th. So this is a true redemption story. And this is the part I like about the interview here as we get to the redemption. I mean, January 9th and then two months later, you run a 5K. Now, it wasn't your fastest 5K. No. But... You I didn't walk a step. It. That you was my w-
3: goal. I, I wanted to awesome. run the whole thing. Not that there's anything wrong with walking, sure. but uh, I wanted to run the whole thing without stopping, and I accomplished that.
1: What's amazing to me is that you ran that 5K on March 17th. That was two months after your surgery. You ran 17-16 pace, did not walk the whole way like you just said, which is incredible, um, but incredible really that you used to run you know, faster than that for the entire 5k used to run faster than 17 16 um but mentally you you you, that didn't stop you or that didn't you you didn't have any negative negative thoughts on that um you know how was how was that how do you how do you kind of reconcile your paces then versus your paces now
3: i have different goals Mm -hmm. um i want to be able to complete the race now those are my goals is to finish before they start kicking people off the course <laughs> so that was my goal of it and i just i don't know i i, I think honestly i set goals that are too easy mm-hmm. sometimes just to not set myself up uh i'll when i get my mind on something i have to do it it's just my personality so uh my goal was to run it and i i'm i don't i don't know it sounds strange but i don't really compare yeah, cut to previous because I feel like it's still me, even if uh, it's slower, it's still running and it's still what I love and I still feel amazing. And so it's a different type of challenge and it's different. It takes me a lot longer, but it's worth it.
1: I will compare, though, what you did a few days ago at the Fairfax 4-Miler. Thank you again for running our our races. Uh, You can check out the whole race series of 2020 races, uh, runpacers.com. Liz obviously is. Uh, She ran uh, the 4-Miler this this past New Year's Eve in 47.47, which is a – or 47.17 was your net time. So – your pace was 11.50 for four miles, so you obviously have been progressing pretty substantially over the year.
3: Pretty much every race I do, I run a year PR. That's awesome, and obviously not a PR for my life. Sure, but every pretty much every race that I do, and I do them about every two weeks, I I've run faster and faster. Uh, my goal for that race, because again, I set I try to set goals, but they tend to be. A little conservative. You know, I can accomplish yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, was to break an hour. Okay. And so I, I did that. Crush
1: that. That's awesome. So with this transformation, obviously running's been a big part of it. Your diet's been a big part of it. Anything else?
3: Uh, I have a Peloton, which <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> okay. love. So I spin at 4.30 in the morning every day. Wow. Uh, well, Monday through Friday before school.
1: So you, you like get on and, and, and you, you got a, the, the trainer who, I, I don't have a Peloton, but mm-hmm. you take a class and you get on there and, and they yell at you to do this and that and the third. That's that's how it works?
3: Uh, pretty much. They're yeah. very motivating. Okay. Um, there's some excellent teachers and there's tons on demand. Mm-hmm. So I can pick up any classes uh early in the morning uh the big part that's changed my life is strength training oh cool uh, i do it three days a week with chase mckessie at body mass gym oh, in good. arlington Courthouse. Yeah, and uh i've done that for a while even before my surgery um but i picked it right back up six weeks after my surgery and it's really made a big impact on my weight loss and i think it's very important to help prevent injuries mm-hmm. to help with uh stability is that right yeah, yeah, yeah um with your core yeah. and proper running form and just injury prevention yeah so what
1: kind of activities does he does chase have you doing
3: oh uh, we do heavy lifting which is okay. great we start um there's a turf area we started the turf doing body weight things but then we move over to the heavy weights so
1: you're actually doing weights you're doing body weight activities you're doing weights you're doing everything we're
3: doing sumo squats with bars we're doing big plates we're doing everything and i absolutely love it three days Um, a week that's awesome three days a week there's it that i've seen a big change because i couldn't do inchworms i couldn't do burpees i couldn't i couldn't do stretches because my stomach was in the way Mm -hmm. um now i'm jumping up and down doing Assisted pull-ups, a bunch of things that I haven't been able to do, and I notice changes weekly.
2: Wow! I have a quick question about that. Um, in terms of your schedule, how do you manage all of the training that you have? So you've got the run training, you've got the strength training. Um, how do you manage that? Being a teacher, that
3: is very difficult. But that's why I get up at four thirty to bike, mm-hmm. and then I go to work super early but i get off early since i'm a teacher and middle school starts earlier Uh, so i fit in my run before i pick up my son and then strength training is at night on monday and thursday nights and then sunday mornings and so uh, normally i can fit in a race and then go straight to strength training that's what i did with the marine corps marathon 10k i finished and literally kept running and ran to the gym because it was only a mile away Um, So that's how I fit in seven miles. I did the six, ran a mile, did strength training.
2: Wow, awesome. Well, I love the fact that your story speaks to how the relationship with running changes so much throughout the course of people's lives. And you had this intense relationship with it as a young person and then got away from it for a little while and then have this like rebirth with it. And I love the way you talk about it too because I think it's so important to not compare to when we were younger, right? Um, and and just be living in the moment and um, be you know thankful to be able to get out there and do it in whatever mm-hmm. capacity. I mean, I think that that is so important as people kind of get older and life changes and there's children and there's all other things that um, you know maybe take away from your ability to be at your best. But I think it's just such an incredible story of progression and. So, so where do you go from here? Like, what, what's next for you? Chicago Marathon. Wow, that is awesome. So have
1: you s- signed up? I don't even know if you've signed yeah, up Yeah, I,
3: um, I actually am running for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Wow. I didn't enter the lottery. I knew mm-hmm. right away I wanted to run for AFSP. Uh, I've raised, over the years, uh, almost $20,000 for them. Wow. Uh, I do the, or I've done four overnight walks. They do a different overnight walk every year, where you start walking at the sun when the sun goes down, and you walk until the sun comes up, about 18 miles, and you raise money. And it's just something very near and dear to my heart. And so I knew I wanted to run for them. And I actually did the Marine Corps Marathon 10K for Team AFSP. All right, that is awesome. wonderful.
1: American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. We'll tweet out a link to them. Um, can they donate to your? Chicago Marathon cause.
3: Yes, All yes. Right. We'll, we'll
1: we'll 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 send that out, and we want our, our listeners to do that. Um, this is just such a great story, and it's a great running story, but more than that, I mean, it's just a great human interest story, and probably has changed your life is so much different than it was last year this time. Like, tell me about you know how you are with your kid, your family. It's got you, you know, everything's got to be significantly improved.
3: It has greatly impacted my son. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that probably is the most important to me is him seeing me exercise. And he's almost four. He'll be Mm -hmm. four next week. And he he loves PJ masks. And he's always telling me that he wants to be uh, like mommy and have super gecko muscles. So uh, seeing him do that and listening to him have see the impact that it's made on my life he does the that's toddler awesome. trots he's like i want to be a runner like mommy and so it's really changed our whole family's life
1: that's great he's probably got some super cat speed as well
3: yes <laughs> he does that down the hallway he goes <laughs> yeah. super cat speed and he yes. takes off
1: sorry docs we yeah. have that, my nephew does going that too. on okay. now yeah, we, uh, in you, you hit you hit a nerve yeah. with i mean yeah. there's so nerve. Much, I mean, well. not a nerve, but uh, we're our vibing son, here. Yeah.
2: Our son <laughs> tries to do super gecko muscles against yeah. us all uh, the time yeah. and super cat yeah. speed away from us.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, that's, uh, that's awesome. Well, Liz, well, we're going to follow your pr- progress. All you need to do is uh, check the wa- run Washington runner rankings. You can check all the, uh, races that you do usually our races. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll look forward to that. The Chicago marathon next October, that's that's going to be unbelievable. I know you can do it. So. I,
3: I'm nervous, awesome. but I'm very excited. And again, when I set my mind on something, I got to do it. So I am I think it's a, a big goal, but something I've always wanted to do my whole life.
1: Well, you've you've already accomplished so much. That I can't imagine that you're not going to be able to do that as well. So congratulations on everything. And th- thank you so much for joining us.
3: Thank you so much.
1: All right. There she goes as Liz Brionis. She's an Arlingtonian. She's a frequent Pacers running race racer here in uh, Arlington, all our races throughout the area. She joined us on Pace the Nation. We're gonna take a quick break and be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program and thanks again for Liz Brionis for joining us today on Pace the Nation. Uh really inspiring story. Uh, if you've set a New year's resolution and uh, you know, it's not gonna be as hard as what she did last year. So I don't want to hear it from any of you guys who can't do your New year's resolutions because, man, she uh, she's a pretty inspiring person and and really has done uh, amazing stuff to get her life back on track. I
0: mean that I mean, that's one of the things that I was trying to say, though, was like, she's running she's only able to run for like 30 seconds it's so hard to run when you're out of shape right and 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 what she was describing that she just it was all just mental uh fortitude to to get to where she is now so i I think it's really inspiring for everybody And, and and if you're trying to set new year's resolutions to get more fit and all this kind of stuff uh this is the attitude that you have to have
2: yeah, there's a determination there that is so important in being successful in in actually implementing change in your life. And for her, it was she said it multiple times, right, that she once she puts her mind to something, she has to figure out how to make it happen. And I think that's a massive ingredient to her formula for success.
1: Yep, for sure. Uh, mental fortitude, I think, is a good good description. Um, Thank you. Way to tie yeah. it in. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have the same mental fortitude for my uh, uh, New Year's resolution, but I don't really have big ones. So I want to just touch on this real quick.
0: Well, the nice thing about uh, you is that uh, you could just use last year's New Year's resolutions
2: yeah, that you,
1: you didn't use. We, we, we <laughs> already mentioned the books. Yes, I'm not. I'm You know what? I'm not doing the books. I'm not gambling more. I gamble enough. Um, so those are That been, was a
2: resolution oh, to yeah. gamble more? <laughs> gamble more. yeah,
1: wow. yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, at least that's the ones that a lot of listeners, uh, remembered. Uh, so, you know, I just got to sleep more. That's my new year's resolution. That's really it.
0: That's one I could get behind.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's what I got. Any, you guys got anything?
0: Can I, can I copy that
1: one? Yeah. All right. Doc's. Is Maybe we're more. all going to copy. It. All copy. Yeah. Um, so sleep more, I think is a,
0: sleep a, more and talk to people less. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Usually people are like. Put their phone down more and talk to people more um but maybe docs is going the other route
2: i just hate that feeling of the month of january where you're like all right i'm gonna do this but you're not fully invested in it it's not something that like is going to change your life one way or another right. like to actually create change in your life you have to be desperate to make that change yeah or, or really good at implementing habits, which most people have a difficult time with.
1: I, yeah.
0: So
2: I just, I feel, I feel like people just generally speaking need to be better about like, what is that one small thing you can do that like changes something in your life 1% or 2% or 5% that makes it a little bit better? Otherwise, New Year's resolutions just become this thing that you're like, oh, yeah, I thought I thought about doing that, you know, but you're not really committed to it.
1: Yeah. And I think you mentioned that to Liz about, you know, what she ate and it just wasn't going to change overnight. So the small incremental changes, that's what you need to do. Um, I think that's what we're going to do with our sleep. Small incremental changes. Go to bed a little earlier. Um, Hopefully. No, we will do that. (laughs) Maybe Um, you guys are already off of
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I resolved to call her up a thousand times a day. <laughs>
1: call who up? I okay. do uh-huh. Call...
0: Call her up?
2: Yeah.
1: It's just a, it's a police song. Uh, it's a police song? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like uh, the band from the, police. the 80s? Yeah. Okay. Sting. <laughs> I sting, resolved
0: yeah. to call her up a thousand, a thousand times a day. a day. All right.
2: Ask her if, she, ask her if she'll marry me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. An old-fashioned way.
2: Yeah. There you go.
0: All right. Now I got it. Okay.
1: All right. I'm sure there was the... Three or four audience members who got it initially, but now we're all on the same page. All right. That's good resolution. Um, uh, Docs, uh, it it was interesting that she brought up uh, that she does the Peloton.
0: Yes, I know. And this is one of the most annoying things about us not being uh, active uh, podcasters for the past month is because this this Peloton ad has been... (laughs) On the social media forefront. All right, here comes um, the hot take I was the, talking about earlier. The, here the, we go. The crazy thing is co-host Julie E. Colley has not seen the, the, the video, mm-hmm. so she just had to watch the video right now. Yep. So before I give you my hot take, <laughs> I'd, I'd love to know, Julie, what did you think of that that ad?
2: I watched it literally 20 minutes ago, mm-hmm. and my reaction— Just once. Just She once. only saw it once. and my Under free- duress. My reaction was, <laughs> which I'm not sure if it's right or wrong, was what's all the talk about?
0: Yeah. No, th- it is right because that's your truth and that was, that was, that was your feeling. But when, when this ad first came out, there was a, a, a lot of backlash that snowballed uh, where people were saying that the husband was in the wrong because he bought his wife uh, exercise equipment so that she could lose weight and she's just fine the way she is and she didn't need that. And, and and there were a lot of people that were saying this i mean it like peloton had to pull the ad and all of this kind of stuff and they said that this guy is like toxic and and
2: oh my gosh yeah that's disappointing what if what if in the f- fake world that this commercial was built in julie
0: i shouldn't let julie talk because she's about to make my point sorry (laughs) go
2: ahead what if they had lots of conversations about how she wanted to lose weight and he decided to invest in this product that helped her build her self-confidence again
0: or uh which wasn't my take but I i like what you did because Basically, people projected something onto this couple yeah. because th- there's not enough context, and they said that at the beginning, you can tell by the looks on her face that she's apprehensive getting into it. She's nervous. And she's nervous about trying something new, but, but she th- was
2: nervous. She wasn't dreadful.
0: Exactly. That's. I mean, this. This is what I think. Or, or, or you know, but but one of the thoughts I had was, like, they show her in the ad. Uh, working out before she goes to work or she gets back from work. She seems to be a very successful woman. she's yeah. she's she's got a career. Perhaps she doesn't have the time to go to the gym. Right. They've got a kid. Uh, she she needs to do something in the house. She's getting up early. Uh, and then some people, this is this is my favorite critique is people have saying, like, Look at her. She looks, she has the same body weight at the beginning of the commercial and also at the end of the commercial when one year has passed and she's been working out. Well, you know what that tells me? That tells me that maybe she is a physically active person. And was, had some sort of absence in her life and needed something because she's so busy and they talked about it. And maybe she even said that she wanted to do the Peloton. Like, for me, I find myself to be physically active. And if, if a significant other gave me something that was like, hey, I got you a membership at the gym. Or, hey, I got you a Peloton. I'd be like, cool. Cool. Uh, thank you because I'm a physically active person. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't take that as they want me to lose weight and the fact that she didn't lose weight also makes me think like it wasn't even about her losing weight or the husband saying you need to lose weight if you want to stay married to me. Yeah. I, when I watched the the, the the ad the first time I was like this is somebody who's physically active that doesn't have time and, and, and this is something that she wanted to do and she recorded the journey for her husband. It might not be the greatest ad in the world but it didn't deserve the, the complete backlash from everybody yeah. and because it had such strong backlash, I'm gonna. There's gonna be backlash for my opinion on it, but I, I just felt like everybody was projecting things that weren't there. So if you're gonna project things that aren't there, why can't we project things that like uh, could also that, be yeah, potentially that, could that, be that there. also aren't there? Uh, I didn't see it in there, but maybe she was a college athlete and and doesn't have time, and she's very successful with work, which kind of, there are context clues to that.
2: Well, there's also the argument, too, that it's not necessarily for weight loss, yes, right? Exactly. Exercise doesn't always have to be for weight exactly. loss. Exactly, that's Exercise another point. Exercise could also be for... Uh, reducing stress, anxiety, yes. um, literally self confidence, um, yes. just like getting the blood flowing first thing in the morning. So you go to work much more attentive and are more productive.
0: My whatever days are, that is for you. My days are so much better when I work out in the morning. Hundred percent. Like after I work out, it's crazy that I run at nine o'clock at night, and then <laughs> and then I have like one and a half hour of good day. Yeah. And I'm like, I should have I should have worked out in the morning.
2: Yeah. And every time you work out at night, you have that epiphany. Why do no, you I, not I, do I'm it like, in the morning? Yeah,
0: I, I'm like, I should have worked out earlier because the rest of my day is going to be awesome, but it's almost bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> but it, so I mean, now I'm going to have
2: an awesome hour and a half.
0: Yeah. To, to me, there's there's so much more. You, you, you made that point. I, I'm glad you brought that up because this was another thought I had. But there's so much more to exercising than just losing weight. Right. It's not just about body image. And I it, it kind of irked me that that this had such a huge uh, backlash about body image, because exercise should not be about body image anyway.
2: Yeah. And you're also saying that maybe, you know, if people are saying, you know, she looks a certain way, and she didn't look any different, you know, there's also a massive amount of judgment that's happening there, where it's people projecting what she thinks or what she feels, because, everybody would have a different judgment on a different body type right you know she may be doing it for a completely different purpose for for why you would want to go work out yes and i I just i just think that those in those moments we get a little bit too you know maybe oversensitive that that maybe this just could be a legitimate situation now maybe peloton needs to do a better job i don't know because i don't know the commercials maybe they need to do a better job of of sharing that other story that right. of people why they get into Peloton and yeah. maybe it's not just this one type of narrative that the husband gets it for the wife and so it's lost in translation of why right maybe they need to do a better job I don't know I don't follow I, their commercials I
0: agree they 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 could have done a better job but uh, you know I I, I don't know it, it I was I couldn't believe the backlash it, uh, that said. Um, this is so PTN to be so far behind on on this story. Yes. Uh, so next we're going to talk about the nineteen ninety six presidential election. <laughs> uh, can you believe? You know, no. But uh, th- since since we've had the opportunity of covering this late, uh, we can also throw out there: Ryan Reynolds has a gin company, and they hired the same actress and and did a commercial within like one week. A gin uh, company. Yeah, you know the the drink gin.
1: Okay. Uh, I didn't know that.
0: And and they did an ad where um, where. They hired the same actress. They, they basically won the day. Uh, you know, like all of this was relevant. People are saying all of this stuff. And then he releases this commercial. Uh, was, so he
2: was capitalizing on it?
0: He capitalized on it in, in a great way. And, and we'll have to show you that video afterwards. I think yeah. you'll enjoy it. But uh, I thought it was just, I thought it was really
1: funny the, the way they did that. But, well, I uh, love your passion for this, uh, Docs. I hope you can come with a topic all year. What you're as passionate about.
0: Yeah. Are we
2: setting a New Year's this, resolution for yeah, docs? That's it. Yeah. Come with this one is topic that you're as passionate passion. about. Well, I wish that I, it was, wish that I was
0: better prepared. I, it was I, I do feel like my rant, I felt like I was, Your rant was great. Uh, dis, disorganized. But no, it was great. I've been thinking about this for a month. I'm like, I cannot believe it's we're not doing stewing. shows. I can't believe we're not doing shows. I want to talk about this.
1: His only outlet. He doesn't talk <laughs> to anybody else. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, uh, so that's our (laughs) hot take of the day. Uh, So thanks for that, guys. Uh, Wanted to transition into um, uh, something that's, you know, 2020 is gonna be a year of the Olympics. The Olympics will be happening in Tokyo, obviously. Uh, The Olympic trials are are two huge events uh, for distance running, well, just for track. You know, there's uh, there's the Olympic trials for the marathon in Atlanta in February. And then, of course, the Olympic trials in eugene oregon hopefully they get that track done by june
2: um it looks like it's going to be a mad dash yeah from the, the way it looks right there. now
1: but uh, those are two events that uh, we hopefully will be at uh isn't that
0: kind of ironic
1: a mad dash that is going to be a mad dash yes. yeah mm-hmm. um but hopefully we'll be at both those events uh the first event obviously is the end of february the olympic trials we've had a number yeah. of marathon uh, the olympic marathon trials we've had a number of Olympic marathon trials qualifiers on the show. Uh, most recently, a number of, of of locals with or people with local connections qualified and are in, including Megan Hogan, Brian Harvey, Everett Hackett, and Zach Hine. Uh, a lot of those folks qualified at California International. And Congratulations! Those, those folks have local ties. So uh, it's gonna be really fun, and we are mm-hmm. in the final stages of securing a uh, spot there at the trials. I hope that they don't cross the I's and dot the t's. Oh, <laughs>
2: you know, I actually just thought that. I think we're like really oh, no. vibing right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: Uh, docs, you may be spending the night at, on Satya's floor, but uh, uh-huh. I think we'll, we'll be able to huh. get there.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I, my trifecta for 2020, since I couldn't think of uh, resolutions earlier, mm-hmm. I would like to go to the Olympic trials yeah. for the marathon, the Olympic trials for track and field,
1: yep. and the Olympics. Yeah, I think that's my are, trifecta. I like that. All right. So the sponsors uh, out there. Uh, I want
0: to work at the Olympics. That's what. Yeah. I, that's the angle I'm, I'm angling.
1: I, I'd love for PTN to work With at the an Olympics. Angle. Um, so we're really excited for the Olympic trials. Uh, that's, uh, I think it's, uh, is, is this your leap year? Is that? No. Yeah. 20, 2020,
2: 2020 is, that? 2020 is a leap year.
1: Yeah. Is that why? Cause I believe it's like the, the 29th of February. The trials the are? Trials. Yes. Yeah, that's my cousin's the 29th birthday. Your cousin has a birthday only every four years. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow,
2: well, That's kind of sad. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, your, your cousin um, She's has, very young has a birthday her age. this and th- this year it's Saturday uh, February 29th yes mm-hmm. the Olympic trials in Atlanta so um, uh, we, we look forward to giving you more information about uh, our involvement if if there is involvement
2: is it is a leap year a good luck year like what is there mm. any type of on, talk about that
0: on leap year can't you uh, can't you like women propose to men in Ireland wasn't that an Amy Adams oh. movie
2: oh I think you might be right. Yeah.
0: What a waste of two hours of my life that movie was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got one stat out of that movie, and we're not even sure if it's true.
1: Um, uh, just transition out of that no good way. There's, on a sad note, uh, I wanted to bring up uh, to you guys uh, a uh, the running community, the Fairfax Police Department, Fairfax City Police Department lost a a member of their police uh, force uh, this past weekend, George uh, Moskowitz, uh, he was a, an officer with the city of Fairfax. He worked with uh, Fairfax County for a while, then worked with city of Fairfax. He worked a lot of our races there, was actually working uh, the New Year's Eve race, I think, back at the station on New Year's Eve and had, I think, a heart attack and passed away on New Year's Eve. Mm. So that was really sad. Uh, there's a GoFundMe uh, set up for him. Uh, we'll tweet out um, the link to that. The GoFundMe for a, a very good foundation that uh, is going to be in his name. So uh, I know uh, Lisa and I have talked. Lisa, our race director, and I have talked a lot about uh, George, and he was a great person that she dealt with, and I'd met as well, and just really sad. And he was he was really. Um, a great officer he was really great to us and just a pleasure to work with really sad so i just wanted to get that information out there this podcast of course is sponsored by pacers running pacers running with six area dc locations pacers running is for every run uh the pnc parkway classic it's one of the best races of the year uh it's alexandria's biggest race you can sign up now Uh, This is the first year that PNC is our uh, title sponsor and a lot of great things coming this year for this 36th annual Parkway Classic. So uh, go to runpacers.com. Sign up for that race now. You will not be disappointed. Uh, That's in April. uh, Just one of the prettiest 10 miles in all of the country. Uh, So Alexandria's hometown race, the PNC Parkway Classic. Sign up today. All right, uh, Julie, I think we do have time to get to this. But not much. Oh,
2: gosh, <laughs> not I'll, much. I'll, we'll sneak it in.
1: Um, the City Paper and, and our boy Kellen Sung did a really cool article uh, profiling you and, and your thoughts um, on sort of the, I, I want to call the, the the Mary Kane situation. Um, maybe Kellen... Heard you on Pace the Nation and how you articulated your thoughts trying take well. credit for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <so. laughs> he Kellen, did, in fact,
2: hear yeah. us speaking about it on Pace the Nation when yeah. Joanna so, E. Russo was here. That's
1: right. Yeah. So, um, you know, tell us kind of about that article.
2: Um, in 30 seconds in or 30 less. In 30 seconds or less. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it was an honor to do that article. Um, shout out to Kellen for putting that together. Um It was in response to the Mary Kane story and kind of my take on it in terms of uh, women in coaching positions. Um, And actually, there was an article and an opinion piece that was put up by New York Times just a couple of days ago on the 31st that profiled um, some of the women's coaches in the NCAA, not just Mm -hmm. of track and field, and talking about the lack of women um, in sport and I actually thought it was really interesting there was a woman who is the head coach she's the only division one head men's basketball coach at the University of Maine um, so she was profiled on it and a couple of other coaches but the she's article the head coach yeah wow, I believe I so wow, um, very cool. Okay, or she might be the assistant coach but I, right, I thought sure, they said head a, coach yeah. yep and um, just talking about th- doing things a little differently and um, being a great role model for uh, men. And uh, so so basically the article with Callen just focused on um, a lack of uh, track and field head coaches um, who are women. And the NCAA graded um Track and field coaches an F in terms of the relative number of men to women in coaching. So it was a little a little information about that. Um, kind of uh, talk about how we talk to our young women and our young men. Um, you know, maybe just piggybacking a little bit on on Mary's story. Um, but it was a I think a an informative piece and in, and just kind of talking about the progress in terms of more women getting in coaching um, but really some of the challenges in coaching too obviously we talk about how we're the only people in the whole world that have children and so we need to talk about it (laughs) on this show Um, but but really it talks about you know what the challenges have been for us and and our family as far as um, having a young family raising young children um, in a head coaching role when you're traveling as much as you are so uh, thanks again to Kellen Um, I think it was a good continued conversation of kind of a hot topic in uh, men's and women's running.
1: All right. We will tweet out a link uh, to the article. And I I was uh, I'll just bring up one quote that uh, he highlighted. It was where you said, I think my avenue has always been empowerment of young women, And this is a venue for me to do that.
2: So that was very good. I'm very proud of you about that. Thank you.
1: I think you do a great job with that.
2: It's all speak, but. No, <laughs> no
1: you really do. You really do.
2: No, I, I, and it's a, you know, I'm lucky to do what I do. And it's certainly a really challenging, um, challenging job to have. It's it's one of those that you take home with you every single day. And we live it and breathe it as a family. And it's it's both the men and women that we coach. Um, so I'm, I'm lucky to do what I do. And I'm lucky to have the support that I have. But. It's really a call to action to hopefully get more and more women into these positions.
1: And Docs, I like the article because, um, as you can see as I pull up the article, my name was highlighted in bold there <laughs> as well. So mm-hmm. How much cool. did
2: you pay Kellen for that? I, know, well, uh,
1: I don't know. I, uh, he, do, he doesn't want me to tell that. No, I did not. <laughs> no, 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 nothing, nothing. He, Kellen is actually, uh, he, his ethics are of the highest level. I mean, like, I try to, like, I try You've tried even, to bribe I've, him. I've, I've tried. <laughs> I've tried to, like, I won't even, he won't even let me buy him a drink when we're, we're out at a PTN happy hour. Wow. he's unbelievable man um but yeah he's got the highest of, of ethics so yeah don't want to sully that
0: just an editor's note here uh when julie said we are the only people on the planet that had kids she's <laughs> not talking about women she's talking about the two of them <laughs> right yeah right. Yes, but, which yes. is which is what i always say that well I, like when you said that i just want people to understand right. the, the joke
1: okay yes yeah, exactly thank you for clarifying hmm all right great show guys episode 217 in the books thanks again to liz brionis for joining us Arlingtonian liz brionis for joining us i mean how can you not love liz
2: she's your favorite now because she know. teaches at williamsburg williamsburg Williamsburg. now you can school. School. she's definitely your Day favorite dream. guest
0: of 2020 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she far was, yes. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so uh yeah, you can check out her story in Run uh, Run Washington. Uh, really good article there. All right. Good start to the new year, guys. Well done. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy, yeah, I'm exci- Happy New Year. I'm excited for PTN in 2020. All right. For Julie e. Cully. For William E. Docs. We are back. It's Pace the Nation. I'm Chris Farley. We will see you next week.
0: sister also got me a uh, T-shirt that says, "I can explain it to you, but I can't understand it for you," and I and I wear it to that's work good, every good, day, yeah. <laughs> day now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you my think new work shirt. Do you think that's good for <laughs> for morale for your coworkers? Yeah, right. like. Do you think that so they tired feel tired of offended? <laughs> so tired of
0: them. <laughs> um,
1: is it your little sister who got that for you? My older sister. My got older sister. Yeah. That's a good one. That is solid. Well done.
0: No, they actually people from work uh, found out about Pace Nation on this last trip, uh, and and so I I think somebody might. So some of them might listen.
2: Is it bad luck to start on an odd number for the year? (laughs) Yeah, it is. This is going to be a terrible. (laughs) year. This year year is going to be awful. Okay.
1: And and what's so incredible to me is that you know you're running a a seven sixteen pace for that five k. You used to run a five k in around 716 you know or less than 716 uh, a 5k less than 716 17 i'm sorry yeah let thank me you start you. over let me start over
0: <laughs> so
2: That's, i was like this that is, that is, that is that not that adding works. up yeah. i don't know where edit, he's
1: going edit, with edit, this a, edit a, edit that out yeah sorry oh no we're keeping so, that <laughs> 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 you set the world record in
0: 716 <laughs> yeah um, Do, are you married to john Min, johnny Menzel <laughs> How come you didn't pronounce it <laughs> I was gonna
2: ask the same question.
0: Um You're like a like a uh a, a wrestling announcer. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's get> it. <laughs> um. I've got that song by Lizzo in my head. Which one? It's So good. Watch this. Do you know this movie, The Aristocrats? No.
2: <laughs> I've
0: not seen it. Have you ever seen this movie though? No I've they, seen it This is like, like a real Disney movie they, they just re-edited the Disney movie
1: hilarious
0: it's great she was uh she played that on the eddie murphy version of or, or the eddie murphy episode of saturday night live and she had like a backing band and they played like kind of more of a rock style it's so good Oh really? like it, yeah it was
1: really really good all right this podcast of course is sponsored by pacers running pacers running with five six